Hi, and welcome to the Fertility Warriors podcast. I'm Robin Birkin, and I am so grateful and honored that you're here today. From my own journey with infertility and loss to becoming a mind-body practitioner and holistic fertility coach, it is my sincere hope that I can help make your journey to conceive lighter, more supported, and easier by sharing deep emotional well-being guidance, doable conception tips, and real talk about what infertility and loss looks like. I'm here with you every step of the way. Now let's begin. Hi, and welcome to today's podcast. You may not know this, but every Monday on Instagram, I post up a Q&A sticker and answer as many questions as I can. We are getting slammed at the moment because it's becoming quite a popular thing. So I answer as many questions as I can. And sometimes you'll find as well, I get a lot of the same kinds of questions So that's what we do on our Instagram. On Fridays, I just post like lighthearted memes and funny things because sometimes we just don't want to think or talk about anything trying to conceive. But one of the things that comes up frequently in the Q&A that I do on Instagram every Monday is being able to come to terms with the possibility of using a donor. So whether that's donor eggs, donor embryos, donor sperm, whatever that might be, is just getting your head around the possibility that that might be a thing. And I'm going to talk to you today about five thoughts that I have or starting points to help get that ball rolling for you if that's a thing. So number one thing that I would say, I'm diving straight in today, is how can we be okay with pivoting. You'll know that we've just done an episode on what I would do if I had multiple failed cycles. And lots of people say to me, oh, don't call it a failed cycle. And I completely get and I understand and respect that. But I think that also comes down to the significance that we place and our mindset around failure. I embrace generally failure in my life as a stepping stone. I always embrace failure as generally as data. When you learn what doesn't work, it gets you closer to what does work. I don't think I view the word failure with the same lens. Likewise, I don't view quitting with the same beliefs and thoughts as everybody else. Sometimes I think that quitting is for winners. Sometimes the people who like the people who aren't winning are the people who feel like they desperately want to try something new but are stuck in it. And there's a whole conversation around sunk costs that I'm sure I've had before. But we can get really fixed in our lives on the way that we thought things would happen. And sometimes rightly so. We've grown up with this narrative of what our lives should look like. And especially as I enter my 40s, I give a lot less fucks about what I have been taught to believe as I grew up. And sometimes it is okay to pivot our lives. It's not quitting. It's not giving up. It's not failing. It is just pivoting. It is 
shifting our priorities as our information journey experiences stories beliefs change and that is completely a badass move right so how can we in life be okay with sometimes pivoting rather than being fixed on where we're at and not viewing things as quitting or failing or not being good enough. It's okay to change things, which is kind of the second thing that I want to talk about. So if you're looking at, if you're here on your journey, if you've been trying to conceive, maybe your fertility specialist is saying to you every single day, like it's time to consider donor eggs. It's time to consider donor eggs. And it just seems unfathomable. The first thing that I would say is it's okay if it takes a minute to get your head around it. It's also okay if that option is not for you. So my husband and I, we actually never felt like adoption would be an option for us. We felt like the next option for us would be living a child-free life. So be okay with pivoting, be okay with shifting the narrative of what society expects you to do because this is your life and you get to live it and navigate it the way that you would like, but being okay with also changing your mind. So you might be there, you might take a hot minute and your initial visceral response to using a donor, let's say your fertility specialist mentions it, might be pure rejection and pure anger and pure, no way, I could never do that. But be okay with changing your mind. You might get a month or two down the line and then think, oh, actually, maybe this seems okay. Maybe I could do this. So be okay with as time and knowledge and experiences continue, that it's okay to change your mind. Likewise, it's also okay to say, for example, that I don't think that's an option for us. We might pursue a child-free life and then decide later, nope, actually, I don't want to do that, right? So normalize that not everything has to be the be all and the end all big decision that's final. Sometimes we have room to wriggle and move and change our minds. And sometimes we can pivot our lives, right? So we can say, right, what is the like outcome that I want in my life? It's to be a mother. Let's blank out the rest of the canvas of how I thought I would get there. Why do I want to be a mother? What is it that I want from that experience? Is it to walk someone to school? You know, and does that depend on whether or not the child comes from an egg that came from within my body, right? And unwriting a lot of what we've been told, which is my next point. Let's blank that canvas out, right? Let's look into and dive into, even if it's scary, let's give ourselves full permission to dive into what are all the stories that we're telling ourselves and the fears uh, and things like that, the, the deepest down things that we don't want to admit to anyone we have. And I tell you a good person to, who talks about things like this is Maida Getman. So M-E-T-A, Maida Getman, and go follow her on Instagram she has two donor twin girls, but she talks a lot about like what are all the hidden you know, thoughts and beliefs and stories that I had about a donor? Like what if they didn't look like me? Would it be obvious? Like would everybody know that 
like it wasn't my job, all of those deep down like thoughts and fears and emotions that you might have around that, it's okay to explore them. And then it's okay to have a look at, well, is that really true? Like, is that really a fear masquerading as a fact? Is that a story that I've created? What is that? Let's blank the canvas out. What is it that, what is the feeling experience of life that I really, really want? What am I seeking here? Let's unwrite and blank out the canvas of how we thought we would get there and how we thought our lives would be, because it can be super radically different. So then the next thing that I would say is that understand that. So when we're looking at lives, like our lives, and when we're looking at the canvas and how we thought we would get there, sometimes it's not always an option between like A and B. Sometimes it's an option between B and C and A didn't even get a look in, right? So sometimes we can really grieve and feel fixed on like I'm grieving like that I can't get to this. So let's say the destination is destination mother, right? We thought we would get there by trying to conceive naturally. But the option of how my life goes is the option now between a donor or a child-free life, right? And then sometimes like we have, we just have to come to terms with the fact that it might not like being a mother through your own eggs might not be one of the options that we have to choose between. The first preference might not be an option for us. And sometimes it is the choice between two different decisions. It doesn't always have to be a decision between my first preference and my second preference. Sometimes it's, you know, like the decisions or the options or the what's available to us is the is two different options. The very last thing that I would say is if you are trying to, if you're at that initial stage and just trying to come to terms with using a donor, is to start dipping your toes in. You can start exploring what that's like. You can start following people on Instagram. You can start just getting a sense for, and this goes for anyone who might be considering a child-free life, any kind of scenario. You can just follow people and see what it's like for them. You can dip your toes in the water. You can go to a seminar. You could take an online course to have a look at what that's like just to, to, without having made the final decision. You can dip your toes in the water. You do not have to be like a wholehearted yes or no. You can explore that option just a little bit and try it on and see what that might look like for you before feeling like you have to make the final decision. If you're at the terms with possibly using a donor, absolutely come and follow me on Instagram. You may want to consider taking my program, The Reset. We've had lots of people who have done The Reset and done, for example, Maida's program at the same time and been like, whoa, like 180, such a game changer. Um, but also follow, you know, Maida, start following some other accounts. Again, dip your toes in those waters and it's time to really start breaking apart everything that we 
feel like society told us is the way that we should be navigating our lives and really strip that apart and look at living a life that is on our own terms and understanding that no doubt those are big decisions that you're making. You do not have to make 100% decisions either way anyway as you go. Thank you so much for listening to me and I hope this episode has been helpful. I cannot wait to catch you next week. Bye. Before you go, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to the Fertility Warriors. And if you'd like to keep the conversation going, you can come and find me at Robin Birkin on Instagram. I share content almost every day. I answer lots of your questions and I love hearing from you at Robin Birkin on my Instagram channel. That's all for me today and I'll catch you next week. Bye.